Like that? Tell the people that phony water is back. Like that? Tell the people that phony water is back. Like that? Tell the people that phony water is back. Welcome to another episode of the 49ers Triumvirate. I'm your host for today. This is Carlos. I'm with my brothers here, the P and Tony. What's up, guys? What's up, guys? So here we are, another week. This time, it's the Cardinals up next. And it seems like uh, Twitter universe with the 49er fans and reporters is on fire. It's a pivotal week in terms of the direction in which the franchise could possibly go in. And the man in the driver's seat is Kyle Shanahan. And everybody is at the edge of their seats waiting to see what he will do next and what decision he takes come Sunday. Um, no surprise here. Shanahan has yet to announce a starter. And what baffles me, guys, is that he is still uh, hopeful that Jimmy G will be ready to play on Sunday, that that he still has a chance to play. And I just I mean, it's like, man, don't just just miss me with that BS already. I, 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 <laughs> I can't believe what I'm what I'm hearing and reading that he's still you know hopeful. And that's what's confusing to me, and I want to get your thoughts on it because on Sunday, it was so bad, right, where Jimmy G was almost in tears, where he couldn't come out in the second half and play, where it was, you know, a calf strain that was leading down to his Achilles, and, you know, you know who knows, he may be out for a couple weeks, to now it's like, ah, it's not that bad, it's just a little bit sore, we know I'm dealing it, he's dealing with it, but there's a chance he may play on Sunday. So what do you guys think about that? It's to me, like you said, it's funny. It it reminds me of uh, an experience we had over here with Tony when we were snowboarding. (laughs) Um, Keep in mind, I was younger at the time, like a sophomore (laughs) in high school. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's why it's funny because Jimmy G's a grown man now. But so Tony was ahead of us uh, on the lift and he he got off. And this is the way I remember it. You know, it's not going to be perfect. But I just remember... It was it was me, you, Carlos, and Brisa. I think was with us as well, and we just heard yelling from Tony. Ah! And we we finally located him. He was pounding the snow, and we're like, "Oh my God!" He snapped his knee. He broke something. And <laughs> and we get there, and he's just he's cramping up. <laughs> That's what it was. He he had a, a freaking cramp. Um, and so with Jimmy G, you know, after the press conference, like you said, he was emotional. He said hopefully it's only a couple of weeks and i just i just picture him going to the doctor to get checked out and the doctor barely touches him and he's going ah jimmy it's a bruise it's a it's a contusion <laughs> you should be okay <laughs> are you sure <laughs> <laughs> like what's yeah it, it definitely brings to question jimmy g's toughness you hate to do that with athletes but we've seen him you know, get the ankle sprain and, and here, and it's, this is one thing we definitely need to touch, touch on is when he's hurt, he just does not play well. We saw that last year against the Dolphins. He was making terrible throws. Um, yeah, he's just not the type of player, not the type of quarterback that plays with, through an injury. I believe if I'm not mistaken, Brady had a, a significant injury last year and he went on and, and, you know, won the Super Bowl. Um, Stafford is also known for, for playing injured and playing well. Jimmy G's not one of those guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think to those points, I think Tom Brady has had his like thumb restitched on his hand. He went out there and played. 
Stafford had a shoulder popped out of its socket. They popped it back in, and he was still out there making throws. And uh, Jimmy G gets maybe a cramp or a bruise on his calf, <laughs> and he's he's out for the game. Yeah, I think it makes me definitely question his, his mental toughness. But not only that, his mental game, right? We we always said that after the ACL tear, he was never the same. So I, I think still in the back of his mind, you know, he thinks about it. He thinks about his knee. He thinks about how, I guess, his kind of career has kind of been derailed because of injuries. And I guess just kind of is at the point where he, he, he assumes the worst. And it's sad, right, you know, to, to see Nathalie go through it. But well, it's I mean, not good, right? What, what I'm hope I'm really hoping that Shanahan is just playing politics here, that he's just doing the usual, well, you know, I don't know who I'm going to start. Is it going to be Jimmy? Is it going to be Trey? Right. That, he, that, that he's just doing that because it doesn't make any sense because this is how I take it. You have Jimmy G. He is not going to be 100%. He's not. He flat out said in his press conference that it's something he's battling through. He's taking it day by day. It's getting better, but it hurts. <laughs> that's funny. So, so, that. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what he said. So what I'm saying is, okay, so you're telling me, Shanahan, that you're going to develop this game plan roll out Jimmy G, who is not going to be 100%, who just showed you in the last game that he couldn't finish. And then the excuse was for Trey, well, yeah, I mean, the game plan wasn't catered or tailored for him. Okay, so then please explain to me, if you do this again, what was your reasoning behind that you that you thought that Jimmy, an injured Jimmy G would be able to survive the whole game? Uh, I yep. just, yeah. it doesn't I, make any sense to me. So I'm hoping, right, as a, again... I don't know. To, to quote my favorite judge of all time, Judge Judy, <laughs> if it doesn't make sense, it's probably not true, right? So it, it just it, it can't possibly be that he's really hopeful that Jimmy G can play on Sunday. I, I don't think so. I would like to think Kyle Shanahan is doing what you're saying and he's kind of just playing the politics to try to keep the Cardinals on their toes, right? You know, So they kind of have the game plan for two quarterbacks. But I genuinely think if Jimmy G is, is quote-unquote ready to go and healthy – I think Shanahan will start him, and that it's sad to say, but I think he's gonna do it. And I don't think, you know, Jimmy G's gonna last the whole game, and Trey Lance is once again gonna be thrown in there with, I guess, not a full game plan, <clears throat> and it could get ugly. And I would, I hope Shanahan's smarter than that, but from just his recent decisions, I don't know. Man, I, I, I really hope he doesn't. Go, go ahead, P. Yeah, I mean, I. I agree. I'm torn. You do want to give Shanahan credit. You want to say like he's just trying to keep the Cardinals on their heels, not knowing which quarterback's going to start. But, but just the way he's handled things this year, um, the way Lance totally looked unprepared. You know, we've talked about the lack of reps in the preseason with the ones in training camp. Uh, it really does feel like if Jimmy G's ready, he's going to put him in there. And, but, but it, it wouldn't make sense. Like you said, you know, their game plans would be totally different. You have a quarterback with just different tools as far as being a dual threat, being able to use that aspect, which is supposedly right. why Shanahan fell in love with him when he was drawing up plays during uh, or right after uh, Justin Just Fields' Field's pro, day. pro day. So, so where are those plays? Are we going to see him now? Or, or were those the plays he used against the Lions that weren't successful? <laughs> and here, here's the thing, too, is that I think – I know we're, in, we're not in that locker room or anything um, – but I think Shanahan really needs to snap out of it and realize our offense is anemic with Jimmy G and we are not contenders with Jimmy G. 
the offense is we don't strike fear into anybody's defense. And that's another thing that I think is overrated, at, at least because it's Jimmy G. So people, um, and we just touched on it as well, other uh, people on Twitter or in the media are saying, well, the advantage here is that the, the Cardinals have to prepare for two quarterbacks, right? They have to prepare for Trey and they have to prepare for Jimmy. But what's so special about Jimmy that you're worried about preparing? He's not a mobile quarterback, so he's not going to beat you with his legs. He can't throw past 10 yards, and he can't throw uh, to the outside. So you just got to take away the middle and stack the box. I mean, yeah. maybe maybe I'm being too simplistic, or maybe, you know, P's pessimism is rubbing <laughs> off on me, and I'm just saying, you know, J- Jimmy G, he's just – like there, there's no threat or, or respect, in my opinion, from opposing defense where they fear him or they're worried about him. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, and, and we've talked about it before, right? I mean, in my opinion, and, and we've said this, it, it's time for the Trey Lancera. It's time to focus on developing him. And, you know, hopefully along the way, the team can, you know, the players have to step up and help. They have to make sure they catch the ball, uh, keep mistakes down. The defense has to play lights out, but let them develop along the way. Uh, it's time to abandon the 2019 mentality, the 2019 mentality of dominate on defense run the ball because the run has not been working well and i think like we've said before it's attributed to the quarterback that can't throw deep it's time to start opening it up let trey lance throw deep uh throw to the outside the numbers and 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 convert this offense to a more uh I, i won't say necessarily pass happy but maybe catered a little bit more to the pass until it's proven that it can be stopped, or maybe Trey Lance isn't as effective as we're hoping, but we got to find out. Yep. And and here's the other thing too. So today, you know, the, obviously there was practice. Jimmy G missed practice, so it's Trey Lance out there practicing. So in a sense, is like is Shanahan waiting, or is he wasting time to see if is Jimmy gonna play? I mean, you know, you you can't tell me that Jimmy G at seventy percent is a bigger threat or better than a healthy Trey Lance. I'm just not buying it. So let's just, you know, let's just call it you know what it is. If you guys were the coach right now, who would you start on Sunday? I would I start would. Trey, Trey Lance, no doubt. I don't think Jimmy G at 100% would, I would, would start over Trey Lance. I, I would start Trey Lance. Yeah, I agree. And there's no evidence, like we said, just a few minutes ago of Jimmy G being able to play through injuries. So unless Shanahan forgot that game against the Dolphins, I still clearly remember no, Jimmy G bad. throwing a horrible interception right in front of Shanahan and Shanahan was pissed. <laughs> um, I don't think he's, for, I hope he hasn't forgotten that. And, so, and that's, and that's the other thing, right? So he has a, a calf strain or issue, which, which means he won't be able to plant his foot correctly, which yep. means his already weak throws are going to get weaker. And so, and we might be without left tackle Trent Williams, and, and which means he needs to have some mobility to perhaps escape. Which you know, credit to Jimmy G, he's actually done a decent job of it, of breaking through some sacks, some would be sacks, yeah, buying a little bit of time. We got to give him credit there. But with that injury, he's not going to be able to do it. So that, that's a that's a huge uh, negative there against him. And this is uh, going yeah. against a, a pretty pretty good Cardinals defensive line with Chandler Jones and JJ Watt. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. And I think 
I mean, I, I don't know. For me, I, I think it's this is just, you know, the the side of business that sometimes isn't pretty. But Jimmy G went down. We saw a glimpse. We saw encouraging stuff from Trey Lance. Uh, and he looked good. I mean, a lot of people are saying that ah, it was garbage time, that, you know, that he 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 racked up some stats there or came off that big plate at Debo. But what I liked from Trey is, yes, he came off. He was rattled early on. But what we saw was improvement in in uh, in the same game, right? That he was yeah. able to settle down and go to the sideline, recover, and and be be you know right before our eyes, he was able to get better and work through it. Didn't turn the ball over. It was yeah, a I big mean, deal as well. He made great fourth down plays. I mean, that's it's the NFL, man. It's and it's this is he was going up against starters. This is not easy, right? Yep. So. It's time for the Trey Lance era to begin. I think we got enough of a sample size with three games. The offense is just not where it needs to be, given given the skill positions. Right, we got we got above average receivers. Debo is actually a, a beast this year. Yeah, we have a top notch fullback. We have a top notch tight end. Uh, there's no excuses. There's yeah, no excuses. And what's what's also frustrating um, now is that uh, St- Stephen Gilmore, uh, Stephon uh, Gilmore. Stefan Gilmore, my bad. Uh, a, a top, or I guess, yeah, I would say a top tier corner. He was just, defensive player of the year not long ago. Yeah, he just became available, or or he was. He's gone now. But that I almost want to blame Jimmy G that we weren't able to get him uh, because of Jimmy G's contract. And I think it's something that you, you alluded to, Pablo, or, or a few episodes ago, where you know if we were three and one or four and zero right now with the team that we have. And Gilmore, as we know, he was available. I think we make more of a push to get him. Yeah, and Gilmore was becoming available because uh, the Patriots are, have a tight salary cap, um, can't really afford him, and um, we're going to cut him. But the Pan- they traded him to the Panthers for a six-round pick. Um, and yeah, I agree with you. I think a huge reason is because of our salary cap situation with the quarterbacks. You know, We're paying Jimmy G $26 million or whatever it is. And that's what we decided to do um, instead of just going with Lance to begin with, with the rookie salary, the rookie right. contract, which right. creates way more room. Well, yeah. yeah. With, with the Panthers, on the other hand, they still have Darnold, I think, on his rookie contract, right? Because they yeah. got that the, the fifth-year option. Yeah. So the, the Panthers are that team that looks like they're going to be contenders this year. They want to make a push for the Super Bowl, so they're going all, all in. And, and that's the thing, though, right? If going back to the offseason, we unload Jimmy G, that creates cap space. We now have Trey Lance on a rookie contract. We have a corner problem with Verrett going down and just overall lack of depth. This would have been a great move and a great quick fix at corner. But because that because the decision was made to keep Jimmy G, it's like a domino effect that has ripples throughout. So For sure. For sure, and that's why we wanted to move on from Jimmy G from even before during the offseason because of his salary cap. We we didn't think he was worth twenty four million as uh, a, you know a top twenty quarterback. Um, it wasn't going to be worth it, but but here we are, and yeah, you could always expect every year a, a team that's in contention to make a, a big splash trade with a uh, with a team that maybe is not doing so well and, and needs some salary cap relief. And that's exactly what happened here. I was hoping it'd be the Niners to do it, but alas, it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. And then an- another questionable signing in the off season, right? I mean, Robbie gold, 
uh, we gave him a new contract and he's now hurt. His, you know, his groin is giving him trouble. He's out uh, three to five weeks. Um, and th there's a new, we signed a new kicker, right? Yeah, we did. We got Joey Sly. I do like his last name because it reminds me of <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, one of my favorite mm -hmm. actors of all time. I'm a Adrian. big 80s guy. <laughs> Adrian. <laughs> um, he was apparently four of five on field goals in three games earlier this season with the Texans. So now he comes in for the 49ers and we'll see how he does. I think last year, I, I, I remember Tristan Vizcano. I'm not even sure if I'm pronouncing his last name right. Vizcano. Yeah. Um, he looked really good. Did we also have a different kicker before him? Yeah, during the Seahawks game, I think it was Chase McLaughlin that that close yeah. Seahawks game. Oh man, where, where yeah. we went. I think he he made it the field goal to go to overtime, but then, but then you know he missed the overtime one to to win to it. To win it, yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, Tristan looked good, and now he's with the Chargers. He's doing well. Uh, and, and Robbie had a, didn't end the season doing well, that, and then he was holding no. out. We should have moved on. I think yeah. kickers are. I don't know. You could find some better in kickers out could, there. Could we have a kicker controversy if, if Joey? <laughs> I'm just saying if yeah. Joey, if Joey Sly for some reason is like I don't know, like five for five or you know seven for eight or something, and you know Robbie Gold is healthy. I, I was losing some faith in Robbie. I don't know. I mean, no, I don't. I don't see this regime doing that. I think uh, because Robbie's the one getting paid. Um, I think they just go back to Robbie. Well, even even if Joey does really well, I'd be surprised if they if they keep him over Robbie. I mean, I think you're paying his salary no matter what at this point. Yeah. So, well, we'll, we'll but, see what, but, what but that there. is a that is a serious injury for Robbie. It could linger. Um, you know, he's he's got to rest his groin. That means he can't be kicking or anything. Yeah. And so after his, his, he comes back, exactly, he might be rusty. So it's gonna take a while. Yeah. For him to come back and be kicking. So. Well, we'll see. I mean, other. Other notable injuries of um, and players that did not practice today. Uh, we'll start with Wahoo Samson Ebukam, his hamstring. Yep. I haven't seen much I, of yeah, him. I, I mean, gonna, gonna say he he. I thought he was gonna be a lot more productive, but I haven't really noticed him when he's out there, really getting to the quarterback or doing much. It's been kind of quiet. This is this is a reminder for ourselves and fans in general that just buy too much stock in the preseason and training camp on players. There's always the training camp heroes. Uh, Samson Ebukam and a few of the other defensive ends looked really good. Trent Sherfield. And, and where are they? They're hardly contributing, right? So just something to keep in mind for future preseasons. I know by the time the preseason rolls around in training camp, everyone's starving and, and we yeah. blow everything up. But it always comes down to the live bullets in the regular season and um, just, yeah, it's different. It's a different. It's a different beast. Blasphemy on Trent Sherfield, okay? <laughs> he, he he doesn't have Trey Lance as his quarterback, and I, I picked him up in fantasy football. So he's he's which once means, one... <laughs> which means he won't do well because last week Carlos picked up Trent Trent Cannon in two leagues, and lo and behold, him. he fumbled twice on the same play. I don't even know how you can do that. Jesus Christ! The, the, I, I cut the him. curse. I cut him. <laughs> Carlos's curse <laughs> on fantasy football players he picks up that are from the Niners is real. I mean, I've caught poor, him. I've poor, I've poor caught Trenton him. Cannon. He must have felt like he was cursed. And you see, he was. Please pick up <laughs> he, Jimmy G. He's been, he's been cut. He's been cut. All right. Um, other, other notable injuries or just players that didn't practice today, right? K1 Williams is his calf. Yeah. Um, we, we, we desperately need him back just because we're so thin that corner. 
the other major ones that, that I'm more worried about, right, is uh, is Trent Williams. Uh, his shoulder is is bothering him, and then I'm, I mean I'm surprised at uh, George Kittle that it's just his calf. I mean, right, but he's, he's had that since last week. It could have yeah, been a lot the, worse, though. It could have been a worse, right? Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. And somehow Kittle is still best friends with Jamie, man. I'd be pissed. <laughs> yeah, Kittle's a gamer, though. He doesn't have to practice all week, and he'll come in and right. just on the adrenaline, and he'll, he'll do fine. Um, Trent Williams, probably similar bad. veteran. Yeah. yeah. Good and bad for Kittle. I mean, he, he'll tough it out no matter what. But, I mean, you, you don't want to, I guess, risk missing more of the season, right? But, yeah, uh, but you're you're not at a point where you can rest yep. a, a player like Kittle right now. We, we got to win this game. and. Yeah, um, I agree. And Kittle, he, he's he's got a reputation where even if he's not 100, percent he'll he'll be a decoy. Defenses have to respect him, unlike yeah. Jimmy G. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. True. Jimmy G. Since the off season, who was it? They were practicing. They were laughing. The Chargers. At him. The, the Chargers, Chargers were... were laughing at him. Man. Yeah. Gosh, man. Ridiculous. And then uh, other players that were limited in practice, uh, Kinlaw, which is no knee, surprise there. He's gonna be there all year. Yeah, uh, Elijah Elijah Mitchell. I hope he's back, and I really hope Josh Norman. He's still coming back from his his lung or chest injury. Uh, I really hope we can have him back for the full game. I thought I thought he he's been showing some flashes of, um, uh, of having a good good year, maybe. Um, or maybe I'm just hoping to see something like we did with with Richard Sherman, but. I hope he's out there. You are the optimistic one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I think we need some opti- optimism here as we go on to uh, week four, right? Into the, the, the Cardinal uh, Week five. See, I'm still <laughs> still getting over the losses. We go into the, the Cardinals, right? Um, some, some notable games, I guess, w- w- that come to mind was probably last year with the Halloween game against, against the Cardinals. What, what do you guys remember from that game? It was two years ago, man. I, Damn. <laughs> I think you need to drink some coffee. <laughs> yeah. Two years 20, ago. 2020 doesn't count. 2020 doesn't count. Is the, the COVID year. Yeah. 2019, the Halloween game. Um, one thing about the Cardinals, very similar to the Seahawks, maybe not as much, but the Cardinals always play us tough no matter what. Um, it's always some, some really close games. And 2019 was the first year. It's Cliff Kingsbury's first year and Kyler Murray's first year. And those were two very close games, the Halloween game and the um, the second game that season where we won at the end where Jimmy G had a, a good pass to Jeff Wilson Jr. I think it was like a zero blitz at the end of the yeah. game to, to win it. That, that was pretty awesome. Great catch by Jeff Wilson Jr. Just just for the record, I, I remember in 2019 telling you guys that I thought Kyler Murray was a better quarterback or would be a better quarterback than Jimmy G. And at the time you guys were more on the Jimmy G bandwagon and, and now it's not even close. Jesus. Nah, wait, wait a minute there. I, I was saying that in 2019, right then and there, Jimmy G was a better quarterback. Um, that's why. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. In 2019, Jimmy G was, I thought was a better quarterback than Kyler Murray. I, I know mean, that's, that's what I said, but I, I thought Kyler Murray was a better quarterback. Already in 2019, already in 2019 yeah. as a rookie. No, I didn't think so. And then, I mean, obviously now, yeah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Kyler Murray has has developed and grown into a, a much much better quarterback. Well, right. he wishes he's grown, but <laughs> <laughs> he's improved. <laughs> I think it, was, it, it was he officially listed at five ten, or what was his official height? 
Yeah, and, and uh, remember, remember in the preseason, people were making fun of him and his height, and he was looking horrible. And and again, preseason is just not the same, right? <laughs> Look at him now. Yeah, I mean, shoot, five ten. I w- I wish. <laughs> yeah, but let's see. Other notable games, twenty twenty. Um, CJ Beathard beats the Cardinals in a game they needed to win. They had a really had a bad end of the season collapse, and they missed the playoffs and. CJ Beathard, aka Cheesecake, as we call him, because Carlos met him one time outside a Cheesecake factory. Yeah, and took a picture with them. That was, uh, you know, last season CJ Beathard were the 49ers, and they did pretty well. I mean, CJ did did decent, 13 for 22, 180 yards, three touchdowns. But the big key in that victory was Jeff Olson Jr. Man, 22 carries, 183 yards, averaging 8.3, you know, yards a carry. So the run game was really what was, you know, keeping us in that game. We need we need Jeff Olsen Jr. to come back, man. Yeah, he's he's missed right now. But we've actually met. It's it's kind of interesting. We you met uh, C.J. Beathard at the Cheesecake Factory. Um, I don't remember if you were with me, Carlos, but I met Alex Smith at the Cheesecake Factory. Oh, I was yeah. there. I was there. You, well. asked, you asked. We asked him. This this yeah. was in two thousand six. So we had just drafted him, and we asked him who he who he wanted the 49ers to pick that year, and and yep. he said that he said that big tight end looks pretty good, and of course out he was referring to to Vernon Davis, uh, who he ended up drafting. Yep, uh, we we've actually met a few players just randomly. Colin Kaepernick, I at, I, uh, met, I met I met Colin Kaepernick at the at the new what back then it was the new Target on North First Street in North San Jose. Yeah, we met him. We met him at Safeway. We got a picture with him at a Safeway actually close by here, and we saw him one time with my coworkers at a Chipotle with with some girl that he was with. So I didn't ask him anything, but we did get a <laughs> we did get a picture of him uh, at the Safeway. Yeah, I think I, who else? Who else have we met? Uh, since I've, we're going I've down, I've met I've met quite a few. What? See, I saw <clears throat> Fred Warner actually goes to the same barbershop that, that he used to That's go right. to. Tony spends two hundred dollars <laughs> on his haircuts. No, I don't. But uh, I saw I <laughs> baller, saw him in, baller. I saw him walk in. Um, this was before he he had like his breakout season, and I didn't want to talk to him. You know, he was getting his haircut. But besides that, I've met um, Kendrick Bourne at Santana Row. Who's out there? Dang, no mask. No, no mask. They, <laughs> they say they they say that you're the one that gave him the COVID too. <laughs> so the story no goes. Mask. He didn't want to take a picture, but he, he was out there no mask. And then uh, I also saw DJ Jones. I, I saw him also at Nike at Santana Row, and he, he was super cool. Baller. <laughs> Tony Tony shop at Santana Row, man. God. We're meeting we're meeting players at Target and Safeway. Tony's over there in Santana, <laughs> Santana Row. Nice. Um. Oh, Adams. Uh, Kyle Nelson used to be the long snapper, and before he yeah. got suspended for, I think he he got popped for PDs, but also he had a really bad game, and they cut him after that. But I saw yeah. him also at Santana Row. I, I I haven't met highly, I guess, superstar players. I I saw Ken Dorsey at a Safeway one time <laughs> years years ago, and then yeah. back in the day, remember we also ran into Adam Snyder. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, that Adam Snyder yeah. over at uh, some apartments oh, yeah. near the stadium. That yeah. was cool. They had just and, had a big uh, game too, running the ball with Frank Gore, and and then you know. um, I think Ahmad Pablo could have met Ahmad Brooks because I think oh yeah his kids was going to the same uh, preschool, the same school, yeah but preschool. He, but then he got traded or cut, or I don't remember. And I think he to went Green to the, Bay. The Green Bay, yeah. Yep, he Ahmad, did. Ahmad yep. Brooks was all bad, man. He he was a good player. 
Yeah, I, I wonder. He must be out of the NFL now. I haven't heard his name anymore. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, good anyway. Times. Yep, just trying to get out of the, the funk we're in now. It's kind of been a little <laughs> bit depressing after that loss to Seattle. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, it might get more depressing because for the first time this season, we are uh, five and a half point underdogs, which is not bad because I, I, I feel like we tend to play better when we're underdogs. I feel like whenever we're favored to win, we, we play terribly and barely win or we just choke all together. We do play better away too, for which, whatever reason. Which which sucks, man. I mean, Levi, Levi Stadium has been rocking. People are showing now, and we just can't. We we, we I know can't it's get the fans what they want, man. It sucks. And it, and it's so expensive to go to Levi Stadium. Like you don't want to go just to to get embarrassed or to lose to crappy teams. Or I feel for the fans that are paying the big money to go out there. Yeah, but we'll see. I mean, uh, Shanahan. So far, he does uh, own Cliff. I think uh, Shanahan is three and one against Cliff and Kyler. So let's hope that goes to four and one. But but we'll see. I mean, the the Cardinals—they're the the only remaining undefeated team. They're four and zero. Yeah. Um. I mean, I will say I think they got lucky against the Vikings. The, hey. the Vikings, the Vikings kicker—they they missed the game there at the end. But hey, I mean, that's part of sometimes. it. They'll yep. take it. Yeah. But give them credit; they did mollywop the Rams, thirty-seven that's to twenty. That's a big one. That's yeah. I mean, they killed the Titans. They they've been putting up a lot of points, right? They beat the Titans thirty-eight thirteen. The Vikings thirty-four thirty-three. Jacksonville expected thirty-one nineteen, but the Rams, like you said, thirty-seven twenty. They 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 just whooped on them like no one was expecting. I mean, that that's what for me. That's what vaulted them to to legit contenders as a threat in the NFL. Um, I didn't think that I didn't think they'd beat them, but the way they beat them is just so impressive that you got to give credit to yeah, even I, the head even the head coach. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no one wants to give him credit. I think Cliff walked over and just slapped McVay in the face. <laughs> yeah, thirty-seven twenty. So, I get, so Vegas has us losing. What does our GPM tell us? Yeah, let's 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 walk through it. We'll we'll keep it in suspense here uh, on the overall. Um, obviously, the GPM right now is three and one. Um, it's been correct uh, against the Lions, Eagles, and Seahawks. It was close on the Packers. It still predicted the Niners to edge them out, which didn't happen. Um, and again, we'll keep it in suspense here for the Cardinals. But let's walk line <laughs> by line. Um, quarterback, we've talked about it several times. Even if Trey Lance starts, this one's a no-brainer. Kyler Murray in his third year. Um, overall, better athlete. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, obviously the Cardinals have the edge there significantly yeah. at this point. And Kyler's really, really progressed, you know, from year to year. It's shown. He's yep. improved a lot. Head coach, this is a good one. A good conversation to have here. Uh, we do have Shanahan as a better head coach. There's a lot of factors that go into our head coach uh, game predictor metric categories, though. And one of the ones I think that we can probably talk about is like general management, which includes personnel decision, um, which includes picking the quarter, the right quarterback for your team, who you start, who's active, who's not. Um, Shanahan has made questionable decisions, but I, I think the biggest thing, the biggest advantage for Cliff is he made a big call at quarterback on his first year. He 
He cut um, Josh the Rosen. chosen Rosen. The chosen, chosen Rosen. Rosen. He had yeah. just been drafted the year before, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. So it, it took some significant, to use Tony's favorite word, balls there, <laughs> uh, to say, no, we're going to cut this guy that we just drafted, right? Sometimes organizations, when they're looking to hire a head coach, they'll say, but can you make our quarterback successful, right? Can, can you? And in this case, I don't know what he said, but he decided to go with uh, Kyler Murray, and it was scrutinized by some uh, because of his size. And that's worked out really well for him, though. And that's a decision that Shanahan has not gotten right over and over again. That could be his downfall, actually. Um, what do you guys think about that? Anything to add? Yeah, I mean, as far as Joshua, I think they traded him. I think it was kind of funny because I think they had said that he, he was going to be their quarterback and kind of in the end. And they were in a unique situation, right? They had the first overall pick. The 49ers had number two. Yep. And I actually looking back, I'm curious. Let's say they had stuck with Josh Rosen. I know think, what you're going to ask. I know what you're you going to ask. <laughs> do you think Kyle Shannon and the 49ers take Kyler Murray? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. I, I would like to say yes, but Shanahan, you know how he, he was up to that point, man. He was very specific on who he wanted and he didn't <laughs> yeah. seem to he didn't seem to care much about these these mobile athletic quarterbacks, it seemed like. Um, and Bosa was there. Nikki B. Which, of course, I would take Kyler over Bosa for sure. Right. right? I think right. everyone in their right mind would do that. Um, but, yeah, I don't think Shanahan drafts Kyler in my opinion. Yeah, and then at that point, right, I mean, Jimmy G was still, you know, I guess, though, you know, no Jimmy me. G, right? Jimmy Jimmy GQ. I mean, he had 2017. He got hurt 2018. Like, all right, Jimmy's coming back. All right, let's see how he does. So, yeah, I don't think they, they wouldn't have taken Kyler with Jimmy G already getting his big contract. So I mean, we, we passed on Tom Brady, too, because of Jimmy. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. No, yeah, I don't think we would have taken Kyler Murray either. I mean, I'm happy with the Bosa pick. But, I mean, it just begs the question, when you're drafting, do you draft, you know, for position need or the best overall player? You got to go with best overall player, and if it's a if it hits a need, that then then it's bonus, right? But I mean, we're just talking about quarterback in general, the most important position on the team. That's the first thing you got to get right or have a good plan for. Right. And and Shanahan did not have a good plan to begin with. Yep. Like we've said, he wanted Cousins, did yep. not even evaluate Mahomes or Watson, uh, even though Lynch. Went to the uh, the pro day for Mahomes as, as the story goes, and he was like throwing beautiful spirals and against the wind, and um, but that didn't matter to Shanahan. He had his mindset. <clears throat> right. Yeah. So I mean, I, I definitely think, pending the results of this game, we we could see Cliff starting to at least be an equal to Shanahan in terms of coaching. Right. I think the only thing holding back Cliff right now is just he's only in the in the third year, third uh, year of his coaching experience. Uh, 30, 30 year in the league, uh, compared to Shanahan, but I think and, right and now, right now he's in the hot and almost in the hot seat. I would say. Yeah, I mean, what what have we said before? Really, like you want to give a head coach three to four to five years, right? To be fair, the thirty years is the one where you say, okay, now, now show us what you got. You've had two years, three years to bring in the players you want. Uh, let, let's see, let's see some progress, and and that's where Clifton. Kingsbury's at now in its third year, four and zero, great start. Let's right. see how he does the rest of the season because they do seem to have slowed down in the past towards the end. 
Right. Um, but but so far, excellent, perfect start to to the season. Yeah, and like you said, credit to him, not only him but also Sean McVay. They both got rid of quarterbacks that obviously weren't it. You know, Jared Goff and Josh Rosen, and they went. And they got Stafford and Kyler Murray. So and that's a big indictment the... on Shanahan because he couldn't get rid right. of Jimmy G this offseason, right? Yeah, and I don't, <clears throat> and we have Lance, right? And we can't seem to cut ties with Jimmy, even though the writing's in the wall. But... So anyway, because Shanahan's more experienced, um, has shown to be a better um, game caller, um, game planning wise and things of that nature, he does edge out Cliff, but what we're saying is that could potentially change the season. Um, what else? Overall offense. This one was another one that was close. They have, um, we do have them as having the better receivers, right? With uh, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, AJ Green, Christian Kirk. Um, Christian Kirk. They have had uh, a pretty good run game. Um what they're else? Just a, they're say? a scoring machine right now. They are. They've yeah, got they, the most points per points. game. Yeah, most points per game in the NFL. So, so we have them. the The GPM has them as having the edge there on offense. Uh, on defense, we also it looks like um, the edge goes to them as well on defense. Um, what do we? What can we say? They're not that great at stopping the run. Just right. Chandler Jones and 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 you know, right? But, here, but here's the thing, and I, I saw a lot of people tweeting about it, and it's happened the last two weeks in a row where there's you no know, Green Bay's, you know, pass defense isn't good, and Seattle's defense isn't good. But I mean, with Jimmy G under center, it didn't matter, right? We, we couldn't put up points. We moved the ball, sure. Yeah, we we just couldn't put up points. So it, even against bad defenses. We, we've seemed to struggle, but that's where, where Trey, Trey Lance comes in, right? This is where we need to see, can he be the difference, right? Exactly. They, uh, you know, and the Cardinals do a better job taking the ball away. We suck at that. We only have one turnover this season, which yeah. is Greenlaw, who's hurt. And um, we've allowed a lot of points to be scored compared to yeah. the Cardinals as well. So yeah. those are the two areas. And as far as the turnovers, that's partly because of luck. We, we have punched the ball out, but the other team seems to get lucky bounces. I think last week it was DJ Jones. Someone punched the ball out and it bounced right back into the hands of, of uh, the person fumbling it. So someone, yeah, but those are those are right. few and those are few and far between, though. I mean, this team just it just doesn't seem to be close enough to the ball at all. Right. I mean, that was like one punch out uh, last week, and then the previous one was Josh Norman, but that's it, one per game. You know, actually, who? Who was really good at that in past years has been um, Fred Warner. Right. And uh, we haven't seen that happen yet this year. Special teams, obviously, they have the edge because of that, just because of the kicker alone. Um, yeah, we're gonna, I agree. We're, we're going to have a new kicker, and, and we're playing at the Cardinals, so they got the home field advantage. Usually, a lot of Niner fans do show up, but um, – they're, they're undefeated. Yeah, four and zero. So the fans will be more fans will want to show up, and the fans will be more excited at least at to begin the game. So yeah, and actually, just I guess fun fact: the the Cardinals, their punter Andy Lee, still playing, man. He's yeah, been in the league for a while. The God Andy Lee, he was like our best. <laughs> play- no kidding, he, he was like our best player for many years there during the dark ages. He was yeah. like, 
making Pro Bowls and he was like the one highlight of the team. <laughs> we, we were punting so much, man. So overall, what is the GPM? So yeah, predict? overall the GPM predicts the Cardinals to beat us by more than six points. So very similar to the spread with Vegas, actually. Um, very similar to what it predicted against Seattle. Uh, yeah, it's not not what we want to hear, but it makes total sense, and uh, it's three and one so far. So, yeah. So, it, with all that being said, what do the 49ers need to do to turn it around, or what would it be their keys to victory? Um, you want to go with this first, Tony, on this one? Yeah, sure. I think first and foremost, and I think it starts and ends with, with Trey Lance. You know, if Jimmy G plays, I don't think we have a chance at all. But I think if Trey Lance starts and he has the right game plan, then I think we have a chance, right? I, I think if we, we use his legs, we get him out of the pocket, we get him to, you know, stretch the field a bit. And also if Elijah Mitchell comes back, I think that's a big one. If we're able to run the ball well, that's been that's what's been the most effective. I think on defense uh, – I don't really know if we have a really that big of a chance. I, I think they're going to do similar to what the Seahawks have done. And they're Kyler Murray's a lot more elusive than Russell Wilson. He'll get out of the pocket and he'll move and he has the arm to, to do damage. But I think kind of similar to, to last week, it's going to have to be on the offense to try to put up points and, and we're going to have to finish drives. That's the biggest thing. Okay. I, I think in my opinion, Foyander's key to victory on offense it's got to be ball control. Um, it's got to be, we, ha- we have to have a good run game, a solid game plan for, and again, I agree with you, Tony, right off the bat, it has to be Trey Lance, in my opinion, there as well. Um, ball control, be, taking the deep, occasional deep shots with uh, Trey Lance to, to get the defense uh, to back off from the line of scrimmage, keep the ball away from, from Kyler Murray, and then we don't know if the left tackle is going to play, so that's even more worrisome. You don't want to have a high-scoring game as much as possible. So I, again, I'm just I'm going to say it again: ball control, putting together some nice long drives and scoring. Obviously, you want to score touchdowns at a minimum, a field goal almost on every drive because on defense it's going to be tough. And I think the key to victory on defense is going to have to be the bend but don't break mentality. Um. They're going to get their big plays. They're going to beat our corners. I, I don't think you can prevent that. Just don't let them score a touchdown right away. You know, if they're going to march down the field, fine, but keep them out of the end zone, you know, but, you know, button up, tighten up in, in the red zone as much as possible and try to hold them to field goals. But they're going to get their big plays. So um, I think that's that's just going to be the main thing is to be more, more on the conservative bend, but don't break for, for the defense, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, the the only thing that I would add to your guys' keys is just, I mean, we, we cannot lose the turnover battle. Um, in back-to-back games against the Packers, against the Seahawks, we we are losing the turnover battle every game. Yeah. And uh, and and I think that shows in the scoreboard. Yeah. Um, so. I think, it, it, you know, and if this turns into a shootout, we will lose if it turns into a shootout, but it'll be fun at least to watch Trey Lance and see what he can do. I mean, yeah. I think that's the main thing that the 49 fans, we just, we want to see Trey Lance and we, we don't, you don't want it to be a, a shootout because he's going to have to throw a lot and that's just, he's not there yet. 
Um, but it'd still be interesting to see how he does. Yeah, and, and I think uh, I'll just touch on the Cardinals' keys to victory. I think that they have more pressure on them, especially if we go with Trey Lance uh, because it's the rookie quarterback. Uh, the Cardinals are 4-0. This could be a potential trap game for them where you know they they've are coming off a big high and beating the Rams. They're coming home. And now, you know, here come the 49ers with potentially a rookie quarterback. So we could put maybe catch him sleeping. So for them, it would be, you know, to throw everything they can at Trey Lance, try to confuse him. And if it's Jimmy G, I mean, it's the same old, same old, stack the box, make him throw beyond uh, 10 yards, take away the middle, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll disagree with you on the pressure being on the Cardinals, I think this is going to be the first game where the pressure is actually on the 49ers. I think previously uh, against the Packers, I felt the Packers had the pressure. I felt Seattle had the pressure because they were one and three. Um, now the pressure is on the 49ers, two and two. They, they, whether it's Trey Lance or Jimmy G, you want the quarterback and the offense to do well. Uh, it's a Thunder Division game. You don't want to go into the bye two and three. Right. Uh, so I think the pressure is definitely on the Niners. The Cardinals can relax a little bit. They just beat the Rams. Um, you know, it's either going to be Jimmy G or a rookie at quarterback. I don't think they're very scared. Trey, Trey Lance is for as good as he is athletically. He hasn't proven anything yet. Yeah. Uh, keys to victory for them will be run blitzes. You know, dare them to Trey Lance to beat him through the air, just like Jimmy G, because again, he hasn't proven it yet. Um, he throws high. He can be erratic. So. Let's see if it. Let's, let's see what you got, rookie. Basically, is what I would say if I'm the defensive coordinator. So, so what's your what's your score prediction given with everything you just said? Well, Tony, you any you have anything else to say on keys to victory for Cardinals? Um, no, I, I think you pretty much said everything. You know, if it, if it's Trey Lance, they just got to pressure him. Like you said, they got to make him make him win with his arm. Um, on offense, they just got to be themselves. <laughs> yeah, I mean, offense, same thing, right? They have one of the best receivers in the game, DeAndre Hopkins. Same thing, try to draw that DPI, right? Our corners aren't good. Just throw it deep and try to get the and, catch or, or the defensive passing interference, which will we'll give up at least one or two, right? And, they, and they've been really good in the past at dinking and dunking us. Uh, yep. Cliff has gotten a good game plan of screen, quick screens, quick throws, and they just completely neutralized our pass rush. Right. Okay. The score. Only, oh, go you want to say the say, score? Yeah. One more thing just to add, I guess, to the Cardinals' keys of victory. Uh, Kyler Murray just uses legs, right? Jalen Hurts and Russell Wilson killed us with their legs. So I'm sure oh, yeah. they have something up their sleeves, some bootleg run where he'll gain probably like 20 yards and score. Yeah, because our defense doesn't contain the quarterback. They don't spy him. So, yeah, that, that'll, be, that'll be easy for them to do, unfortunately. All right, oh, score man. predictions, score predictions. I, I think we almost got to give two score predictions. One if Jimmy G starts <laughs> and one if Trey Lance starts. <laughs> That's a good idea. I, I think if Jimmy G, it'll be a similar prediction to what I said last week. It'll be a blowout, like, you know, 35 to 10 or something like that. Um, if it's Trey Lance, I think it'll be a little closer because, uh, you know, He's just more dynamic of a quarterback. I think he can make some big throws and score some some points, and maybe it'll be like twenty one or twenty four to to thirty five. But um, I I still think we lose by by a touchdown or more. I'll have to agree with the GPM here. Yep. 
I'll say if it's Trey Lance, you know, we still lose. I think 28-21. I think, yeah, we, we, we lose by, by one score. If it's Jimmy G, yeah, I would say 34-14. If, if Jimmy G plays, uh, I mean, I don't care what the score is going to be. We're going to lose. <laughs> uh, Welcome uh, to the dark here, side. Here, here, yeah, here, I mean, here comes optimism. Hold on. Uh, Here we a, go. A calf strain, Jimmy G. We're, we're, we're gonna lose. I mean, he's gonna get. And not only that, but with him, with him playing, that means that Shanahan had a game plan for him. Jimmy G doesn't get hurt, and then it, it's just no. So Jimmy G, if he's announced as a starter, we're gonna lose. However, here it comes. If Trey Lance plays. Uh, I still think that we can catch the Cardinals sleeping, and this could be the a, a version of a trap game. Um, and this is Shanahan's opportunity <laughs> to show why he took Lance at number three overall, and really game plan, you know, and create uh, just an overall scheme, right, of how he's going to use Trey. <laughs> so, if Trey plays. I think the Niners will pull off an upset and we win 30 to 28. Damn. Damn. Called it. Carlos called it. Carlos, you remind Book me, you remind me of, of, Skip, <laughs> of Skip Bayless with the Cowboys. <laughs> to get him to win. Book it and take it to the bank. All right. Oh, that would be awesome. I, I hope you're right. <laughs> you're the, what was it? Uh, Type it in. What was it? What'd you predict again? Thirty to twenty-eight. All right, thirty to twenty-eight. That would be vindication for Shanahan, Trey Lance. All, everything would be right now. That'd uh, be the most uh, right. beautiful smelling cologne, as they say. You know that it'd be the victory. Most, victories are the best deodorant. <laughs> it would be the, the, the most bestest, greatest Sunday. It would, it yeah. would solidify Trey Lance. And actually, if Treyland starts, what do you think his stat line will be? I think that'll be a good prediction. Oh, that's hard to say. Well, what, um, do you, what do you think? How many times do you think he throws, and how many times do you think he he rushes? Well, Touch I mean, it, interceptions. It it depends on on like for for me, the key to victory was be to run the ball, ball control. So in that case, he wouldn't throw the ball as much. Maybe you know twenty times or less. Yeah. Uh, maybe a touchdown and right. you know, some rushing yards or a. a, a, a rushing touchdown or so if we're if it's a shootout where we're behind then maybe he has to throw 30 times he probably throws at least one interception yeah I agree. Uh, if not two so it, it really depends on how the game's flowing i agree right. I, I think he throws at least one interception i think he he scores two three touchdowns runs in for at least one you know, either way, I, I I'm I would be really excited if Trey Lance is starting. I don't know. I would almost feel like, man, if Jimmy G's announces the start, just like an overall like like a letdown. Like, man, yeah. gotta be. Well, I mean, if the 49ers want to reestablish themselves as contenders and tell the league, hey, we're still here, that this is the way to do it by beating the Cardinals, who just beat the Rams. The, la- the last undefeated team, then that would be right. the ultimate statement. Yep. That fixes everything. Yep. Fans will – Shanahan comes off the hot seat, assuming it's Trey Lance and, and he's now the starter going forward. And they go into um, a bye week and they get yep. 
more time to to plan for Trey Lance and put in yep. more more packages, and that would be ideal, or, right? We'll yeah, see. we'd we'd enjoy our bye week. <laughs> we would enjoy it. <laughs> That's All true. right. Well, we'll see. But we'll that see. that's you know probably highly unlikely. But but we'll that's, hold on that, to, to Carlos's know. hope. You Let's kick know. off the Trey Lance era. Yeah, that, we'll that's see. what we all can agree on for sure. Right. So uh, speaking, I think you mentioned the Rams. That's going to be an exciting matchup come uh, this week, right? It's the tomorrow. Rams and the Seahawks. Is it? To- oh, that's tomorrow. Thursday. Yeah, tomorrow. Football. Yep. On Prime. Who do you guys have in that game? Oh, I think. Um, go ahead, I Carlos. The, I hope the Seahawks win, just because it'll bring it'll uh, help us overall, right? In terms of mm-hmm. the win loss record. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I hope the Seahawks win, but but the Rams are gonna. I think the Rams will handle them easily, and and it'll just show how bad they really are and and how good we made them look. Yeah, I agree. I agree there. Any other games you guys are looking forward to see? Uh, Bills, Bills, yeah, Chiefs, right? Yeah, that's a big one. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. And the Bills, I, I don't know. I feel like they struggled a little bit this year. No, they so just far, killed the they? Texans uh, like 40 to 0. The Texans? That's a hey, I still, mean, hey, they uh, shut them out, man. Yeah, How many shutouts do you see now, nowadays? Uh, what do they yep. lose? They had a, a bad loss, though. They I think lose? their very first game, the opening game, was not that great for, the, for Josh Allen. Yeah, they lost to the Steelers. Yeah, so... Yeah, no, they're still legit. Actually, they've had two shutouts. They shut out the Dolphins 35-0 and the Texans 40-0. There you go. That's a legit defense right there. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. What what I'm looking forward to seeing, I mean, I don't care uh, of the opponent here, but the Bears, just because – yeah, just because Nagy had the the courage of his conviction, as Skip Bayless sometimes says, and he's rolling with Justin Fields. Yeah, he he announced him as a starter officially, and then Justin Fields was a bonehead answer when they asked him, "No, so, so you're officially <laughs> the starter. How do you feel about being the starter for the Bears for the next, you know, ten to fifteen years?" And he said, "Well, I don't know if I'll be al- we're gonna be alive." Uh, oh no! He said, "He still loves Shanahan." Years. Yeah, it's a Kyle, Kyle Shanahan answer. Hey, Shanahan's gonna know. wait for Fields now. Yeah, yeah I was about <laughs> to say maybe Fields wants to come. Come reunite with Shanahan. Oh man, man! I, so I they, they, they are playing the Raiders, uh, so it would be nice if they could beat the Raiders. Yeah, right. and then see if we can have the 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 Bears win, and if we can have my <coughs> prediction happen um, on Sunday, this all leads to a collision course on Halloween. Oh wow! Between. The 49ers and Trey Lance and the Bears and Fields, man. That would be crazy. Well, that'll be an exciting game if they're both playing regardless of records and everything. I think yeah, it'll, right. it'll be awesome to watch. And, and you know Fields is going to want to tear us apart because yeah. he really wanted to play for the 49ers. So we'll see. Yeah, I think that's it for games. Uh, the other games are meh. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm keeping an eye, keeping track of the Panthers. It's been impressive what they've been able to do and with the moves they've made. Again, quarterback being the most important position, they took a risk there with Darnold, and they might be ahead of everyone else that drafted a quarterback this year. Who knows? Yeah. it's. I think uh, Sam Darnold um, could just have saved his career with the Panthers. So Yeah, that's good for him if it's true. We'll see. Any final thoughts? Just as we wrap up here, 
I think just the same thing we've been saying for, you know, since the off season, since we got Trey Lance, hope to see Trey Lance on Sunday and see his first starting. Like you said, get the Trey Lance that rolling. It's got yep. the Trey, Trey area rolling. Man, just good thing uh, football is back. Tony almost <laughs> forgot. <laughs> I did almost forget. All right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in. This was the latest episode on the 49ers Triumvirate. Peace. Peace. Keep your head up. Peace.